Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And hey everybody, welcome back from EVO. Yes, welcome back from EVO. You were all there, and now you're all back at your homes. No wonder it was so packed. All our fans were there. Our fans who filled an auditorium. And now they have returned. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, here's here's the episode where... Last time we talked about a bunch of predictions we had for Evo. Now we talk about what was actually revealed there. Yeah. And our thoughts. Um, Evo has a lot of cool stuff going on. It truly does. A lot of really excellent talent shows up there. Mm -hmm. There's some really exciting, really hype-inducing tournaments. And a lot of really cool reveals. Uh, (laughs) But also it feels so incompetently run sometimes. Mm -hmm. That I considered just not doing this episode and replacing it with something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, last time we did Evo Predictions. This time we're gonna talk about how cool Animal Crossing is. <laughs> What's up, guys? That would have that would have been funny. I kind of wish that I did that, actually. A crossing theory. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I decided to do this anyway because... Uh, a, we did say we would, and B, you know, I do think all the reveals and stuff are stuff that's worth talking about on this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, throughout the episode I might touch a little bit on the stuff that was frustrating. Yeah. Not not too much, because this is a fun time podcast. <laughs> but, but it's worth talking about. Yeah, and, and I, it, like, even though this podcast is meant to be comedic and fun, it also feels wrong to just, like, sweep something that that really sucks like just under the rug and be yeah. like oh well because we want to keep a certain tone every bad thing that happens is implicitly absolved on this podcast forever right yeah don't not not a fan of that so we're uh, funny we're... but we're not dummies <laughs> <laughs> so with that first we'll start with some corrections from our evo predictions episode sounds good first up a correction of a correction oh, okay during the correction segment i talked about torneco from the Dragon Quest franchise, and I called him Torneco from Dragon Quest Seven. This was just my mouth being dumb. I meant Dragon Quest Four because he is from Dragon Quest Four, but my mouth said Seven. Similarly, I said that his game was made in 1983, and the other Mystery Dungeon came out two years later in 1995. <laughs> that was another. Okay. That was another just vocal flub. My brain was telling me. That the game was made in 1993, followed by 1995. Bad mouth. Bad, bad mouth. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, that was after Smash Mouth, you know, one of the guys left. And he was like, I'm going to make a band that's so much better than you. It's going to be really edgy. It's going to be bad mouth. <laughs> and uh, we have not heard from them since. <laughs> They're off being bad. That's right. You'll never see me again because I'll be busy being bad mouth. Keep telling Neil deGrasse Tyson he's an asshole, though. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Goodbye, rest of Smash Mouth. When did this happen? Did it happen when Twitter existed? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just go to Neil deGrasse Tyson's house. Tell him he's an asshole. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Anyway, uh, next correction. I was under the impression that Hero did move forward a bit hmm. uh, when he used at least some versions of his spell Zap. Right. Like, I thought he moved forward a bit when he used Zapple. 
Uh, but I I rewatched the footage. He stands in place for all of his zap base moves. Okay. So you do you did remember that right, Sean? That's good because it would be really awkward if he stood still for tiers one and three and moved for tier two. That would that would be like some pro gamer shit that you would have to do. <laughs> so I'm actually. There's a sense in which I'm glad that you don't move for any of them, but I wish you moved for all of them. I I feel that. When we did the podcast, it was shortly after uh, Hero was even revealed, so we said that there were 17 command list commands. However, there were some command list commands that Sakurai did not cover in his video Mm -hmm. that Hero has access to, um, for 21 commands total. There's Sizz and Sizzle, which shoot fire, there's Bang, which is a weaker version of Kaboom, mm-hmm. and Whack, which is a version of Thwack that uh, that has a lower percentage chance of, oh, okay. of insta-killing you, but also like moves forward slowly like a projectile. I see. I can't remember all the commands. Is there a third tier of Sizz, and is it called Sizzazzle? <laughs> Not in this game, but, okay. I, but I think it might be called something like Sizzazzle. <laughs> In a... Good. I'm glad that Snoop Dogg is naming the uh, spells. <laughs> <It's his asshole. laughs> uh, Thwack's chance to kill seems to be similar to current damage percentage. Mm. As in, uh, if they are at over 100% damage, you will insta kill them. Okay. Almost all the time. If it's a one, if they have 1% damage, you have a 1% chance to kill them. And so on, up and down. Yes. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Sean said that Terra Battle was no longer available on mobile phones and whatnot. Terra Battle is still available. However, they released a sequel, right? Terra Battle Two. That game was discontinued and pulled from storefronts. Right. You, I, can, you can still play the original. I actually I downloaded it just for fun and to reminisce. The other day, huh? I installed the data, or you know, like like you like get a game on your phone. You have to like sit there while it downloads extra shit. Yeah. I did that, and then I haven't played it since. <laughs> so maybe I will sounds, in the future, but who knows? Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, Amy from the Soul Calibur franchise, I said that her first appearance was the very first Soul Calibur, and uh, and she was playable starting with Soul Calibur 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrong on both counts. Her first appearance was Soul Calibur 2, where she was a little girl that Raphael protected. Her first playable appearance was as a very difficult-to-unlock, unlockable character, in Soul Calibur 3. Okay. And then she has been playable in some form or another in every mainline Soul Calibur game since. I see. In 4, she's an unlockable character. In 5, a different named character turns out to be Amy with Amnesia. I see. And in Soul Calibur 6, she is now DLC. Okay. Yes. Um. Finally, Roman Torchwick is not the principal in Ruby. He's the redhead with the bowler hat and the mafia aesthetic. I see. Yeah. Isn't Tor... No, Torchic is a Pokemon. Torchwick (laughs) is a Ruby character. I see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Although maybe Roman Torchwick would have a Torchic in a Pokemon crossover. Or, you know, if it were a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, he would take the quiz and he would get Torchic. That would be like the thing he became. Yeah. And then he would uh, have adventures in Pokemon Land, and I guess murder people or whatever he does <laughs> yeah. in that show. I don't know what he does in that yeah, show. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill people. Yeah, see? It's, he's not that mafia. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's not like Lucky Luciano uh, uh, tier mafia. So, Evo 2019 happened. We made many predictions. Now we react to those predictions. Yes. And how they turned out. 
Yes. So Friday night, 8 p.m., Soul Calibur Six did their finals. Uh, Sean and I predicted that, there, that they would show the last DLC character and that it would be a guest character. Mm-hmm. Sean guessed the Monster Hunter. I guessed Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Turns out that Cassandra has been leaked as the last <laughs> DLC character for months. Well, you know... We keep a lot of plates spinning here to Smashing Theory, <laughs> and you can't expect us to know every leak. You, you mean you can't expect me, the guy that does all the research, to catch every leak? I mean, you know, sometimes I know leaks, but you're the one who puts them in the outline. <laughs> and I'm usually the one that tells you the leaks in the first place. Sometimes I know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Cassandra was leaked ages ago. Uh, she was also teased ages ago because she would, she had already been leaked at that point. But uh, on Sunday, after Tekken, uh, they showed some Cassandra gameplay right. and revealed that she would be coming out the following day, August 5th. Also, Season 2 of Soul Calibur Six was announced, which neither of us were expecting at all. I, I just assumed that after they filled their present DLC obligations, the game would be dead. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing, but uh, good for people who like Soul Calibur Six, you know? Yeah. Cool. Uh. Season two will have four characters, including one guest character. Right. The guest character is the is the single one that's been revealed so far. It's Haomaru from Samurai Showdown. Which is cool. That's very cool. Yeah. That's a good pick. Uh it's another sword user, but uh but you know, yeah. he can use a sword in ways that are different from the existing cast. Yeah. He can be like chunkier and beefier and slower. I'm down for that. Yeah. I, th- I think that could be pretty cool. I think it's a great pick. Now, they should stick a Soul Calibur character in Samurai Showdown. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, who who would you do? Which Soul Calibur... <laughs> My first thought was Voldo. It w- <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And I was immediately like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it wouldn't be Voldo. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I think it'd be between... Mm-hmm. Like, realistically, it'd be between Mitsurugi, Sophidia, Ivy... Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe Killick. What about Yoshimitsu? That was my second thought. Ooh, Yo- Yoshimitsu's not bad, especially because he could count as both, like, a Soul Calibur and a Tekken rep. Right, yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd still say the other four I just said are a bit more likely than Yoshimitsu. Okay. Yoshimitsu would be cool, though. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say they'd probably go for Sophidia. Yeah. Yeah, poss- possibly Ivy. Okay. Yeah, Ivy's very popular. True. I wonder why. <laughs> why do people like Ivy so much? It's it's a mystery. Yeah. It's yeah. Too, too big mystery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm i glad there's a season two, and I feel like one of the remaining three DLC characters will be healed from Soul Calibur Four. Right. Not sure about the other two, but I hope they'll be cool. Yeah, same. Saturday at 10 a.m., Undernight in Birth EXE Late ST did their finals. And Sean and I didn't really get to watch most of it because we were at a birthday party. Yes. It was a great birthday party, by the way. It was it was fun. It was yeah. a good time. But we did get to catch the reveal at the end. Uh, Sean and I predicted that they would reveal the new version of the game that they had teased earlier. Yes. Undernight in Birth EXE Late Clear. Right. And that they would reveal two new characters for it. One, Londraka Light, a purple-haired ice boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sean and I each guessed a different original character. Yep. Uh, Sean guessed uh, an uncomfortably sexy woman with animal gauntlets named Felina. That's true. And I suggested 
a female character with roller skates and the wheels are yo-yos named Rolica Blades. Yeah. Uh, For once, I made the the slightly more sensible prediction. (laughs) For once in my life. Anyway, they revealed (laughs) Undernight Inbirth clear with one new character, not two. Right. The new character is Lundrika Light. Uh, the game will launch in early 2020, so that means there's time for new character reveals, including Rolica Blades. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, for the uh, record, my bet still stands. If we ever find out that Rolica Blades, the rollerblading girl with yo-yos for rollerblade wheels, is in fact a character, I will give you 20 American dollars. <laughs> does that have to be your name, or does it just have to be... You know what? Roll- if it is a character... Wearing rollerblades and yo-yos are the rollerblade wheels. You still win the bet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can't wait to, uh, to increase my bank account. All right, man. Yeah, getting, getting ready. <laughs> oh, boy. Several burgers with my name on it. Yeah. Well, how many burgers, realistically? Uh, if, if you go to McDonald's, yeah, you right. several. Yeah. But if you go to a place that has food that is better than that... Up to two, two burgers <laughs> with my name on it. If you don't get fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two fryless burgers. <laughs> not uh, from McDonald's yeah. with your name on A it. sure thing. Rolling complaints. <laughs> Here we come. All right. Anyway, then Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters did its finals. Now, these finals were cool, and we got to watch the whole thing. Yes. Um, Like, this was a great sequel to the drama between <laughs> Sonic Fox and Goichi last yeah, year. it really was. They, again, fought each other in winner's finals, uh, then had a rematch in grand finals. Right. This time with Sonic on the loser side of the bracket. Right. And Sonic Fox losing uh, the whole thing, getting second place in opposition to Goichi. And, man, it was just really great to watch all their matches because... Yeah. Uh, you can tell how much fun they have fighting each other. Yes, they're they're both very good sports with each other and clearly very friendly. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, they're both some of the best fighting game players in the world. Yes. And it's very clear that, you know, neither of them has, has an special edge over the other. Yeah. Uh, so it was very entertaining, very tense matches. Yeah, no, nah, man, the, those were some, those were some good good Dragon Ball Fighters matches, even even if, like, they... It was practically mirror matches. Because, <laughs> right, yes. Because they both had two characters in common with one each other. Yeah, and, each and, other. and it's a 3v3. Obviously, if you know anything about the game, you know that. But, right, yeah. Uh, they they yeah. both had... Two, two out of three of each of their characters were the same as each other's. Yes. They both had GT Goku mm-hmm. and Bardock on their team. Then... uh. Then well, Son- uh, Sonic Fox had Kid Buu. Right? Sonic Fox yeah. had Kid Buu, and um, who did Goichi have? Goichi did he just have a Goku or a Vegeta? Uh, he had a Goku because he, he a did go- not have a Vegeta. Right? Yeah. Right. Just, just yeah, just Goku boys all around. Yes. <laughs> Two Gokus and his dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sean loves the roster of Dragon Ball Fighters. I I don't know how clear we've made that. It's. It's just like every time I think about it, it's more frustrating because there are so many other things about that game that I really like. Yeah. You know? And that's just the one thing. But yeah, really hype grand finals. Um, really wholesome moment when Goichi won. Yes. When Goichi started crying and Sonic Fox was very like supportive yeah. of him. He like grabbed his hand and held it up like he was the champion in a boxing match. Yeah. It was very 
sweet and very funny. Yeah, no, it was it was real good. It was real good. They yeah. they they hugged. It was I yeah uh, I cried a little bit. That was so, probably my favorite Evo moment this year. I yeah, think. yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah, definitely a highlight. In terms of reveals, I predicted that we would see Janemba gameplay because uh, Janemba info leaked. I Janemba that. <laughs> I would have predicted it anyway, I think, but like you know, I don't really get any points because it leaked. Uh, I said that it would launch within. I said Janemba would come out within three days of his reveal. Okay. Uh, his release date is. Five days after his reveal. So close. So uh, I got a little overzealous there. <laughs> I also said that Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta and and Dragon Ball Super Broly would get their gameplay reveals. Mm-hmm. I also said that uh, there would be a fall release window for both. Okay. Gogeta, but not Broly, got a gameplay tease right. uh, with no, uh, no release window besides coming soon. All right. Then I said maybe there'd be Mako gameplay for Kill a Kill If. Sadly, no. No. I said that a new anime fighter like One Piece fighters, Naruto fighters, My Hero Academia fighters would probably not appear this year, but I do see them happening, well, at least one of them happening at some point in the future. Right. Like the next couple of years. At the very least, they did not appear this year. <laughs> right. That's true. So sadly, that part of the prediction was correct. Yes. So then Samurai Showdown started its final Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and... uh Sean and I did not watch most of the finals. We started watching the finals, yeah. and then uh, and then we checked out for every match featuring Infiltration. Yeah, this and... is why Daniel thought about not doing the episode, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so, Infiltration uh, competed in EVO this year and won Grand Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a big fan of his. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, I liked him a lot, too, back in the day. Cliff's notes on Infiltration. Last year... There, there's a whole domestic violence conviction against him in Korea. Yes. Uh, against his Which is where wife. he's from. Yeah. Against, uh, you know, with, with him and his wife. And there was an investigation that led to him being fired from his sponsor, PG. Mm-hmm. And in uh, Capcom banning him uh, from Capcom Pro Tour until at least 2020. Right. If there was a repeated offense after that, he would be lifetime banned. Right. So there... <laughs> There's a lot of different takes. There's a lot of different interpretations of what happened. Yeah, is, um, as as happens with anything litigated on the internet, you yeah. know, inevitably there are, like, camps that form that decide that they are correct and that no one else can be as correct as them. Yeah, it's, exactly. There, there are people that are like, no, Infiltration, like, you know, almost killed his wife, basically. Right. And then there's... Uh, infiltration is completely innocent and his wife is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I have read the investigation from cover to cover. Mm-hmm. I've looked at all the supplementary evidence, and I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think that it's possible to take a look at the preponderance of evidence and come away from it saying, there is no way this is credible. Yeah. You know? like, um, and so it frustrates me that it's so polarized. Yeah, exactly. Like... There's evidence of, like, multiple things. Mm-hmm. One is that, like, there's there's no proof of him abusing her to, like, the extent that a lot of people are claiming. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, kind of evidence that she was at least kind of emotionally manipulative and, like, possibly emotionally abusive as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think the best case scenario here, the best case, yeah. quote-unquote, is that they're both abusive because there's hard proof of several things. Mm-hmm. One, 
that there was an altercation with her in which he bruised her and injured her wrists. Like there, there are doctor's notes confirming that during that altercation, she recorded about 15 minutes of it. And he says some insane stuff. Yeah. Like some stuff that I don't really want to repeat because I don't want to give this episode a content warning. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, you know, it's not hard to find, right? Yeah. If you're curious about this, I'm sure there are people who have explained it on the internet much better than we have. Or you can just look at the stuff that's out there for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, he he, he just says some very threatening... Really vile stuff. Yeah, really awful things. And that transcript was confirmed to be true and certified by the investigation. Right. And finally, like, he got arrested for domestic violence was fined for such and did not contest the conviction at all. Right. Like, he claimed later that, you know, he did it because it'd be easier not to, mm-hmm. but, like... Uh, and that that is something that, particularly, like, like, public defenders in America will often say, like, you should just plead guilty. You should yeah. just plead no contest, because otherwise you're going to get embroiled in this whole court thing. Yeah, and and th- so that could be completely true. That could be him kind of revising what happened. Right. Um. Another thing that isn't quite directly related to the case... But there are public tweets that infiltration is made, like, in the aftermath of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, he he didn't contest being fired by, by Panda Global. He didn't contest being banned from Capcom Pro Tour uh, for a year. Like, he, that was all voluntary, but he did say in the midst of all that, like, I'm innocent. I didn't do this, but I'm not going right. I'm, I'm to fight any of it. Earlier this year, he made some tweets along the lines of, I hear some people are still spreading rumors about me. I'm giving them all one last chance to apologize. <laughs> if they don't apologize, I know who they are and what they said. God. And what happens to them after that is on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm paraphrasing. Right. But, like... The spirit of it is there. Yeah, yeah. he he's, he gives off, like, you know, this is now subjective on... On my part, he yeah. gives off the vibe of someone that isn't the most innocent person in the world. Sure. Uh, but obviously, he's also been accused of a lot of things that are not true. Right. But all that said, I think really the the most accurate thing you can say here is that what actually happened is a bit ambiguous. Yes. Like, we don't know the whole truth even after seeing this investigation. So, it's frustrating that... And if it's like a video game company says this guy cannot play our games for a year, right? And you running the biggest video game tournament in the world go, well, why doesn't he come over and play some other video games? Yeah, like if it's that ambiguous, then why are you like letting him come to a venue filled with abuse survivors? Yeah, you know? no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's mind boggling. Like like it'd be one thing if Evo waited out the suspension, had him come back in 2020 mm-hmm. to compete in the things that the ban, where the ban has been lifted and, you know, and just ban him for real if he ever did anything like that again. Right. That, you know, I I think there's people who would disagree with that as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially just letting him play Samurai Showdown early. Yeah. Uh, Like, it was, it was crazy, too, because, like, the Samurai Showdown official Twitter... Like was kind of live tweeting Samurai Showdown's <laughs> like you know top eight, <laughs> and when Infiltration got to grand finals and won, mm-hmm. uh, they just never congratulated him. You know <laughs> they they right. didn't tweet for a while. 
and while they highlighted other matches not featuring infiltration, mm-hmm. they 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 mention him a couple times in their feed, but it feels like they're kind of avoiding it overall. Like it must be so awkward for them. No, absolutely. Yeah, and like, it's it's really frustrating because I, you know, I don't think of this as being like like the developers of Samurai Showdown's fault. Exactly. You know? But now like, something they have to deal with. Yeah. Like yeah. you're you're not gonna like. You can't expect them to go, like, because you've allowed infiltration into this tournament, we're going to pull our game. Like, Evo is such a huge event. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, that would be the... <laughs> You'd have to be principled to the point of insanity to do something like that. Yeah, and also, like, it's possible they weren't even aware that right, infiltration had entered yeah, until he was too. already there in the top eight. Yeah, I, uh, I think that they really should have just kind of played it safe mm-hmm. and... Like, just either waited out Infiltration's ban, or, like, wait until we knew more, you yeah. know? And the thing is, I don't think we'll ever know more. Right. Um. Yeah, no, me neither. So, I don't know, like... <laughs> Samurai Showdown's a really cool game, Evo's a really cool tournament, and that left a bad taste in my mouth, and I don't know why someone running... Someone at the decision-making level yeah. of this tournament would not have the foresight that that would happen to a lot of people. Yeah, like, the only thing I could think of is they were like, there's no way he's going to make it to the top eight. It's a new <laughs> game, there's so many other people playing it, and then he won the whole yeah. fucking thing. And, and why would they think that Infiltration's very good at fighting No, games. he's superb, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. It's, it's, God, it's... Like, Evo is a cool tournament. This year, it wasn't cool because of the top brass who were making the decisions about yes. what to do. Yeah, and it's... we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that at least is a more lighthearted discussion coming Right. Up. But yeah, like uh, the I think the thing that was really really frustrating was not only did Infiltration win Evo, but Evo made a tweet afterwards that was like with his triumphant return. Right. God. <laughs> Infiltration takes grand finals. Like just just say Infiltration wins grand finals and move yes. on. Those oh, oh boy. Yeah, don't editorialize when it comes to someone that controversial. Yeah. I and- mean <laughs> It would be like if Lance Armstrong started doing the Tour de France again, and they were like, with this triumphant return from doping. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, just, yeah. please, just, just say it and then move on. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like so many people on Twitter are like, oh, what, what is his triumphant return from again? <laughs> what is he returning from? Can you right. please illustrate that for me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to straight up say, like, this man is a monster, you right. know? Um, yeah, because, you know, I mean, again, anytime there's the whole legal system involved and everything, there's obviously a degree of ambiguity. Yeah. And I think that's especially true when it happens in another country. Yeah. With a different legal system, you know, but, uh, but... But when you are, like, a multi-million dollar, like, international tournament, maybe don't make that judgment call on it. Maybe don't right. take a side on that. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Err on the side of caution. Yeah. There are so many great Samurai Showdown players out there. Right. You know, yeah. it would have been fine if Infiltration was not there. Yeah, because uh, Justin Wong was there, Alex Valle was there. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, it was it was great to see Valle <laughs> in a top eight. Yeah. <laughs> there were three matches I saw that were really great. And then I, <laughs> and right. then I uh, ended up watching Tekken for the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the cherry on top of all this is that Mr. Wizard has... Uh, not said shit all about about it, you know. Yeah, he's, he's just ignored any inquiries about it. In fact, people like anyone that's been like 
you really fucked up by doing this, Mr. Wizard. He's blocked those people on Twitter. Man, he is right there with Das Vergeben for me right now. (laughs) In terms of people who I just don't like because of the decisions they've made in their lives. (laughs) Yeah. Um, to be clear, Das Vergeman, I'm not saying that you have ever covered for someone who is maybe a domestic abuser. Not saying that. But get get your ass back to Germany, do whatever you <laughs> normally do, and stop ruining video games. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Samurai Shodown reveals. Yeah. Because, like, again, I don't want to, like, punish the right. people behind Samurai Showdown for something that happened at their tournament. No, it's Sam a, Show's rad. Yeah. Sam Show at Evo was frustrating. Yes, yeah. Not really their fault. So, uh, I predicted a Rimu Ruru shadow drop because we knew that she was going to be the first DLC character. Right. Uh, she released August 5th and, you know, and that trailer happened August 3rd. So, close but no cigar. Right. I said that there would be some gameplay for Basura the Executioner, the the next DLC character after Rimu Ruru. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, I was correct because there was a trailer with gameplay for all of the DLC <laughs> characters uh, coming up this season, including an announcement of a surprise-free character coming out in September, Shizumaru Hisame. Right. And and then after all that, they announced the season two. Woo! Uh, starting with Mina Majikina, a girl with a bow and arrow, who I remember being really fun to play, actually. Um, I don't really remember what her gameplay specifically was like, but she, uh, I'm excited for her anyway. Yeah, no, she, uh, she'll be really cool, and, uh, in 2020, we'll get some Season 2 characters. Yeah. Then, at the very end of the trailer, they confirmed that King of Fighters 15 was in development. All right. Yeah. Uh, which is very cool. Yeah, we, you know, it's good for, good for King of Fighters people. Yeah, we won't see that game until, like, 2022. Right. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be really rad yeah they've learned things about 3d graphics since king of fighters 14 they sure have (laughs) they sure have uh so it'll be interesting to see what that game looks and plays like agreed so mortal kombat 11 had -hmm. its finals saturday at 10 p.m central time 8 p.m pacific time i fell asleep in the middle of them because i'm an old man yeah i I didn't follow them much either because it was it was pretty late and Uh, Amy's brother was in town. Right. But a gameplay reveal of Nightwolf already happened that previous Thursday. Right. He looks cool. Yeah. Um, We predicted that uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, They'd announced like a collaboration with uh, Native American, like, you know, like contributors to make sure that his design was tasteful. His design definitely looks more tasteful Mm -hmm. than usual. But there's no word whether or not they actually consulted yeah. the culture they're appropriating. <laughs> I, I was uh, <laughs> just I, I was imagining what that would be like at one point, and just imagining like you know like a uh, Native American man kind of like sitting there watching the Night Wolf you know trailer or whatever, like looking at constant sketches, uh-huh. and then just turning to Ed Boon and going, "You should not make this character <laughs> at all." so maybe they were concerned with getting that kind of a reaction yeah that's a good point (laughs) then ed would be like oh oh no i need to i need to install eight more men's rooms on this floor (laughs) right oh man i haven't fired enough interns to appease the blood god (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh 
We said that maybe there'd be a tease for Sindel or Spawn, and maybe there'd be a confirmation of Terminator or Ash. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they just did a reveal. Yeah. And we've retroactively noticed the trend of a game not getting a reveal if it ends really late at night. Uh, yeah, yeah, that does seem to be the case. So, more on that later. <laughs> But let's move on to Sunday games. All right. Uh, oh, we should say, at least for Mortal Kombat 11, that Sonic Fox won that tournament. Yes. So he gets at least one Evo trophy this year, and uh, and he was very happy about that. Congratulations, Sonic Fox. He's gay, and he's the best Mortal Kombat 11 <laughs> character on the planet. So he said in his tweet after he won. Don't forget it. <laughs> Sunday, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I predicted that there'd be a lot of Arc System Works-related announcements after this. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, more Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle Season 2 stuff. Right. And I figured that there'd be four characters announced alongside it. A Blaze Blue character, either mm-hmm. Lichi Fei Ling, Coco Noe, or Celica Mercury. Right. Elizabeth from Persona 4 Arena. Hilda from Under Night in Birth EXE Late. And Homura from Senran Kagura. They did announce... Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle version 2.0. Right. That gives characters new moves and uh, does some balance changes and also will add nine new characters, mm-hmm. of which they showed four of them. <laughs> so I got the number right. Right. However, here's the four new characters Neapolitan from Ruby. Mm-hmm. Did not expect a new Ruby character. No, me neither. That Perfect Welt uh, alternate reality World War II game. Right. Uh, got two representatives in Akatsuki, who's also an Undernight, mm-hmm. and Blitz Tank. Which is just a big tank with a skull for a head. Yeah. Uh, good good pick, honestly. Good. Yeah. I would never have expected that, and yeah. yet at the same time, it is the only logical choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good pick. Yeah. And, uh, and the fourth character is Yumi from Senran Kagura. Right. So close. Yeah. Uh... Apparently, Homura is kind of the face of the game. Mm-hmm. Homura is like the face of Senran Kagura, but Yumi's so popular I see. that uh, she tends to usurp Homura as a representative gotcha. these days, as she has done here <laughs> uh, for some reason. <laughs> I can think of two b- <laughs> <Stop>! <laughs> big reasons why. <laughs> anyway, um,. Yeah, they they announced all that. Uh, That's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to finding out what the five other characters are. Me too. I do feel like my predictions of Elizabeth and Hilda, at the very least, will eventually be correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sean and I then predicted two Grand Blue Fantasy Versus characters alongside maybe a release date. Mm -hmm. Um, I guessed a magic user and a furry as the new characters. Yep. Sean... Guessed a sniper woman from the game that he really likes. Yeah. There were no new characters shown at Evo, mm-hmm. and a release date for the game was confirmed outside of Evo, <laughs> and never really brought up directly at Evo. That release date is February 5th, 2020. However, there were many Grand Blue Fantasy versus commercials during Evo. Yeah. Felt like every other commercial was a Grand Blue Fantasy versus yeah. commercial. It's, it's got me kind of pumped for that game. It looks fun. Yeah, no, I'm very excited about that game. Finally, Sean and I decided to dream big, and we predicted Persona 5 Arena. Right. We would see less than 10 seconds of gameplay, we'd see Joker, and maybe we'd see a redesign for Yu Narukami. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Persona 5 Arena was not shown. However, a little while after uh, Arc System Works 
did their thing. Uh, they showed off a brand new Guilty Gear game. I never would have predicted this. Like, it makes sense thinking about it. Yeah. But just it's just seemed to me that, you know, Exard has had kind of an enduring and perennial popularity, even though at this point it's quite old. Right, so you thought that at, at the very least, or at the most, we'd see a new revision of Exard. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah like Guilty Gear Exard plus four Ultra Guitar 2 or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, brand new Guilty Gear game. Yeah. Maybe a reboot? Like, right. uh, Soul Bad Guy and Kai Kisuke look younger in it, mm -hmm. but maybe that's just the art style they're going for this time. Boy, speaking of the art style, man, wow. That game like, looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I... I think that when I was initially watching the trailer, all I was thinking about was, I wish this was Persona 5 Arena. Yeah. And so I wasn't appreciating it. But then later, like, someone on the internet was gushing about it, and they were like, look, I made, you know, I took all these clips uh, of, like, what the graphics look like, and rewatching it, that, that game is stunning on a level that I didn't realize was possible in video games. It yeah, exactly. so good. Like, those might be some of the best-looking environments in fighting games. Yeah, and the... There's this great shot where, like, it zooms in on Kai Kiske and then it pans over to Soul Bad Guy and they're both, like, I don't know, like, about to do an ultimate attack or something. Yeah. And it just, every little, like, motion and bit of animation in that, it just looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. No, it looks fantastic. And the good news is, when Persona 5 Arena does get announced, it will look that good or better. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, God, it yeah. looks so good. I'm fine with you know, Guilty Gear reboot being the sacrificial lamb there. You know, <laughs> so that Persona 5 Arena could look like that. Totally yeah, fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we saw Soul Bad Guy, we saw Kai Kisuke, and at the very end of the trailer, uh, we saw this really awesome looking, like, black yeah. dude samurai. Yeah, uh, very, like, cyborg ninja sort of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, he puts, like, this robot helmet on mm -hmm. at the very end. And, like, I'm a little conflicted because... Him with his robot hat on is a cool design, mm -hmm. but, like, also, like, you make a black guy in an anime fighting game look that good, and you're not going to see his face for, like, 90% of the game. I think that if he were putting on an entire suit that completely obscured his body, I'd yeah. be with you. Right. But since it's just the helmet, and, like, there's still, you know, you can kind of see a lot of exposed skin in his musculature and stuff, yeah. it works for me. That's that's fair. I at the very least hope that there's like an alt costume you can get where he's helmetless. That would be cool. Yeah, because like that was a great design. Oh yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then like he put the helmet on and like oh, I like this design twenty percent less. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I for me it's just like I'm glad this isn't like Princess and the Frog territory. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, that was all the uh, the Arc System work stuff. Right. Um. And Blizzard with Cross Tag Battle was 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 fun. I, I had a good time with the finals there. Uh yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. And enjoyable. Uh -huh. Um good good amount of variety that I appreciated. Uh that Tager Waldstein team yeah. is rad. That's that's a good team. Yeah, you know what's funny is that when I very first played the game, I, I like messed around with Tager Waldstein a little bit. And at the time, I remember thinking, like, I'm having fun with this, but there's no way it's viable. You know? <laughs> like, there's absolutely no way. And then top it's in top eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, top cool. eight, baby. Then, noon Pacific time, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Yeah. So, while Sean and I were recording this, <laughs> I said that they would reveal one character. Right. And it would be either Sodom, Makoto, Dan, or Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh... 
But it turns out that before we even started recording, <laughs> three characters <laughs> leaked for the game. Yep. Uh, like right before we started recording, Honda, Lucia, and Poison were revealed with a gameplay trailer. Yes, they were. So I don't think I'd ever would have seen Poison coming. Lucia yeah. is a character from Final Fight. Uh, and they do love doing that. They yeah, love they do. Throwing in Final Fight characters. Yeah. I feel like I should have predicted E Honda at mm-hmm. the very least, because E Honda is the only character from the original Street Fighter 2 that is not currently playing. Right. He's the only one of the original eight, even the original 12, mm-hmm. you know, even, even including the bosses from the first uh, Street right. Fighter 2 iteration. That's true. Uh, that you could not play as in Street Fighter 5 yet. So he's available along with his bathhouse as a new <laughs> stage. And I, I should have seen that coming, actually. That was a loss for me. Um, but a trailer with all all three of them was shown uh, at Evo. Uh, they all came out during Evo weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they look fun. Yeah, you know, I, um, I'm glad that Honda's coming back for that classic Street Fighter feeling. Uh, yeah. Lucia and Poison in particular actually, like, make me want to play Street Fighter V, which is not normally an impulse that I have. Yeah, Poison, like... Poison has all the stuff that I really liked about her kit in Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. and then makes it cooler for Street Fighter Five. Yeah, like she looks great. Uh, so Marvel vs. Capcom Four, yes, does um, not exist. Yeah, does not ex- <laughs> well, does not exist yet. Right. Yeah, we we predicted that maybe it would show up. It did not. Right, and that's sad for people who were looking forward to that. But there's lots of other great tag team fighters out there in the world. Tekken Seven uh, did its grand finals at Sunday at three thirty p.m. Um, we predicted that there would be no Tekken 7 announcements. Uh, they announced Season 3. Yeah, man, we that's the wrongest we've been in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I, I thought that, yeah, they'd be done, they'd be working on the next thing. Um, Season 3 will start in September 2019 with the release of Zafina, who is returning from a previous second game, and Leroy Smith, a brand new character. It's like a, just a cool, like... Dude with his sunglasses, just beating them up like monk style. You know, he has such a cool and distinctive design that the whole time I was watching the trailer, I was thinking to myself, like, this must be a returning character who I just have never heard of before. Yeah. Like, I, like what obscure Tekken game did they pull this guy from? Yeah, I, I thought it was like, oh, they're bringing back Wang. And then I was like, <laughs> wait, was Wang always black? <laughs> Wang has right. not always been black. This is a different character. Yeah. Uh, but he still looks really cool. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. Looking forward to his release. Um, there will be a new character and a new feature added to season three in winter 2019, and a new character alongside a new stage uh, launching in spring 2020. I think the new character in the new stage will be another guest character. Okay. Um, I would like that. I think maybe we're, we're finally getting Kazuma Kiryu from uh, from Yakuza. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I think that'd be a great addition to the Tekken roster. Yeah. But speaking of Tekken 7 guest characters... Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, while we were watching the top eight, which uh, were great, mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty hype-inducing, I, I'd say not as, like nail-bitingly intense as the Combo Breaker top eight, right. but still a very good top eight. Yeah, for sure. And during that top eight, at one point, you could hear the Evo audience just freaking out. Right. And while we did not see it on stream, uh, I I thought I heard the Metal Gear codec noise. Mm-hmm. And then people started uploading pictures 
of on the screen that Evo audience got to saw, which was Snake in a Kodak conversation with Harada saying, that was some good-ass Tekken. Right. And what's funny is that, like, watching it on stream, it just, like, you could see the people who were competing at the time, like, looking up at the screen. Yeah. You could see the current competitors, like, look up at the screen and their faces kind of, like, become, you know, white because of whatever's being projected on the screen. Uh, and then it just cuts to the... Um, commentators who are like yeah, and that was just something for the audience here moving on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like mark mark man who by the way works for bandai namco right like really tried to sweep that out of the rug he's like that was just really yeah, was just, yeah. Let, let's let's move on and at the time that made it even worse because it, made oh, it yeah. looked like it made it look like mark man was covering up a reveal that mm-hmm. they accidentally showed too early right yeah and in fact uh like, you know, we, thanks to the internet, we, we found out about the snake thing, and Sean was just incredibly excited I to, was... see the, to see the snake reveal for Tekken 7. I was so ready for that to be true. For the next hour. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it was actually so funny, because, like, Harada did this whole thing, right? <laughs> right. Harada came out and it's like, hello, I'm here to announce that we have nothing to announce. <laughs> Goodbye. And then he starts to walk off the stage, and he walks like, I was like, okay, okay, one right, thing. Right, right. One thing. Tekken 7 is a video game. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, you know, he did it like a whole bit, like pretending he had nothing to announce. Yeah. And then he he finally announced like season three, right? Mm-hmm. They showed Zafina and then they showed Leroy Smith and then they showed that there was the rest of the thing. And uh, and then after the trailer, like Harada just walked off and they showed trailers for other things like Guilty Gear. Right. Uh, so I'm still sitting here like, are they going to show him later? Yeah, right. Like- <laughs> yeah. It's like, when are they going to show Snake? Like, right. <laughs> Like he was asking that for like half of Street of half of Smash Bros. Finals. Yeah, the whole no, the whole time Smash was going on, I was like, I like this is cool, but I just want it to be over so that they'll show the Snake trailer. <laughs> uh, and then it turns out that uh, Snake Snake ain't coming to Tekken Seven. Yeah, like like hours later, he was like, by the way, uh, that was just our idea of a little prank, just right. a, just a little fun thing to show everyone <sighs> in the audience. And <laughs> you know, we, we did not ask Bandai Namco. Or consult them on this. The worst decision that they made was allowing Infiltration to compete. Yes. This was second place. Yeah, no, this was second worst. Yeah. Yeah. Easily no. second place. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, the longer it went from the initial, you know, moment where we thought this was happening, yeah. the worse it got for them. Yeah. Like Harada got on Twitter really angry, like talking about how they never consulted him about it. Yeah. David Hayter, formerly <laughs> the voice of Solid Snake, got on Twitter and said, yeah, like, don't use like, yeah, like, I can't believe you used my voice to, you know, promote a video game without my permission. Yeah. Just every second, every nanosecond <laughs> from that point forward, it got worse for you. Yeah, and and like, like talk about tone deaf. Like yeah. that. Like how how do you like? Is so like oh, let's put up a fun little video showing a, a character that isn't in Tekken, right? In Tekken, and uh, and not think that people are going to interpret that the wrong way. No, absolutely. Like you you heard the crowd. Like mm-hmm. they were like this. Like they were reacting to how cool of an announcement, how oh, yeah. cool of a reveal they were just seeing. Uh, no, like everybody got duped by that. Like yeah. Maximilian was really excited about it on Twitter for a while. Uh, yeah. Everyone got duped by that. Um, you cannot pull a stunt like that at the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. <laughs> yeah. That would be like if at the Olympics they were like, and the Olympics in 2024 are going to be hosted at Outer Heaven and Snake will be there. <laughs> like, don't do that shit. 
out of con. I got invited to the Olympics. <laughs> uh, I'm competing in water polo. <laughs> wow, great snake. That's not what Otacon sounds like at all. Marco. Wow. wow. Polo. Wow. I'm just becoming Owen Wilson <laughs> trying to trying to do Otacon. That's that's cause, like if Kojima did a Metal Gear Solid Six. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He uh right. He brings Keeper Sutherland back and Owen Wilson was, as Otacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that was such a dumb decision. <laughs> really so, bad, so dumb. Really, really bad. From in every way you could conceive it, it was bad. So, not knowing that Sean's heart would break into a thousand pieces, <laughs> uh, we then predicted that uh, there'd just be a new Bandai Namco fighting game announced. Yeah, uh, focusing on a Western property. I guess either Game of Thrones or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sean guessed The Witcher. Uh, there were no new game announcements from Bamco. Right. Which means that all that was left was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Sunday, finals, 7 p.m. Pacific time. All the Smash that I watched this year uh, at Evo was really great. There yeah. were some really excellent matches. There was this high-level Shulk player yeah. in, like, in, like, the top 1,024 or whatever that just like made that character look so cool. Yeah, I I really want to like rewatch that just so that I can see again how quickly he is able to switch Monado modes in the menu. Yeah. Because sometimes it seemed instant like he would be like trying to get back, you know, to uh from getting knocked off the ledge. Yeah. And he would go through like two different forms on the way there while he was in the air. Yeah. It was completely insane. No, it was it was awesome. That yeah. was a really cool match. And then the top eight, uh, every player was playing a different character. Mm-hmm. Um we had a duck hunt and a Wario and winners, we had a yeah. Pokemon trainer. Uh, a lot of just really cool play styles, really cool matches. Yeah, the Pokemon Trainer player was very cool, I thought. Yeah. yeah very good like, use of all Pokemon. Yeah, like switching between them on the fly to like fit the situation. Mm-hmm. That was like really awesome to watch. MK Leo was the one who took it right. with his Joker, uh, yeah. which was also uh, really cool and, uh, you know, sparked uh, calls to ban the character, right. to, to nerf the character. When, of course, what's funny is that, you know, I have said before, like, uh, like when Joker was coming out, I was like, I don't know if he'll be viable or not, just because, uh, like, uh, you know, you get the two forms, and then he wins Evo. Yeah. So that's cool. I do think Joker's really good, Yeah, and obviously he's incredible in the hands of, like, one of the best players in the world. Right. But I I don't think we're nearly at Bayonetta levels yet. No, uh, no, 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 no. Bayonetta in in Smash 4, right, you know. Uh, she's, she's calmed down a bit in Ultimate. Um, yeah, like, I, I would, I wouldn't say that anything that I saw during the top eight, and I didn't see all of it, but I saw a decent chunk of it, you know, nothing I saw convinced me, like, boy, this character, any character needs, like, some major nerfs, you know? Yeah. Like, it felt pretty good to me. Yeah, it feels really balanced, especially compared to some previous Smash games. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. But yeah, I do think Top 8 was really hype. It was, it's really, like, I'm really digging competitive Ultimate. It's actually fun to watch. Yeah, no, yeah. me too. Like, I, I kind of tuned out a lot of Smash 4 competitive at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and Melee, uh, had an initial appeal, but, like, the, the meta just seems 
seem to be pretty stagnant a few years in. You know? Yeah, the longevity of that game did not help my interest in watching it being played competitively. Yeah, but Ultimate has been awesome, and uh, it broke the view record. It wow. broke the concurrent view record for Evo. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's the most anyone has ever watched an Evo game, so so ba-bam. Ba-bam. Uh, so in terms of predictions... Sean and I both agree that there is a very big chance that they'd show nothing at all because we got Hero less than a week prior. Right. Uh, but we decided to dream big and be like, because it's in a time slot where Japanese people could actually watch the tournament in the afternoon, right. maybe they'll go for it. So Sean predicted that the Monster Hunter would be revealed. I predicted that either Jin or Heihachi from Tekken would be revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, but guess the fuck what? <laughs> nothing. No reveal at all. Uh you know, which kind of made sense. It was like almost one a.m. Yeah, uh, east like uh, central time. Right. By the time uh, they finished, and maybe they foresaw that as a possibility. Yeah, there there was no Smash related reveal at the end of the finals. The finals happened. They all said good night, good game, goodbye. And I was asleep before then. <laughs> and John was asleep before then. You know, and I, I don't think they needed a reveal t- for those finals to still be cool. I think those finals were still really cool. And we, we got a hero, like, less than a week prior, so. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, I'm a little, like, I'm a little surprised because I I started feeling the Heihachi fever again. But, uh, but a hot blanket has been placed on my forehead for the time being, metaphorically. I wish that it was on Heihachi's forehead and that it smothered him. <laughs> like, it just, like, slowly, like, slides <laughs> down his face. Oh, he's just like, yeah. I punch helicopters. And, oh, I'm good. <laughs> that, that was quick. Yeah. For a man that... Well, couldn't... you know, he's really old. He doesn't... He can't breathe <laughs> good. <laughs> I can punch rockets, but I can't breathe good. Ah, I only have one lung. <laughs> That's why they call me Heihachi One Lung... Whatever my last name is. Mishima. Whatever. <laughs> it's... Ah, I'm old. I forgot my last name. <laughs> the Mishimas are really important in Tekken lore. When you only have one lung, it's hard to get oxygen to the brain. <laughs> Even harder when there's a damp towel on your face. Anyway, that was Evo. Anyway, God, if you... <laughs> name Guy Pando, if you want to hire me to play Heihachi, I'd do it for the money. <laughs> that's all i'm saying let's open some listener mail okay mr cool red luigi on twitter says mm-hmm. half excited for the reactions half excited to hear how that pizza scenario <laughs> went it could have gone better actually <laughs> unfortunately yeah. um i ordered Domino's, and uh because amy lee's brother was here i ordered one more pizza than usual and i legitimately do not know how this happened because I put in the pizza that Amy Lee wanted. I put in all the other pizzas. Uh, and we each kind of, we basically did like a pizza person kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so like Amy Lee had a sausage pizza. Daniel had, he does like this really cool, like um, chicken and white sauce, like chicken Alfredo kind of pizza. Yeah. I had a plain cheese and then uh, her brother had a meat lovers. I distinctly remember putting in Amy Lee's pizza and hitting okay. I'm sure that it happened. Yeah. Somehow, when the pizzas got here, there was my plain cheese, her brother's meat lovers, and two of Daniel's <laughs> chicken Alfredo pizzas, and no sausage. Yeah. Like, 
And the receipt bears out that that's what they got in the store. Yeah. I was so confused by how this happened. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm now an old man who doesn't know how computers are. Well, <laughs> well I'm sure I put the order in, right? <laughs> but I really did. Like, her, I put in her pizza first. Like, I don't know what what happened but uh you know it was Domino's, so that's that's how it was if you ever had Domino's before you know what that's like <laughs> yeah i ironically for all the times that sean thanks amy lee for making dinner amy lee did not get to thank sean for dinner that day she actually did thank me and then i said you don't need to thank me because you didn't get your pizza yeah because yeah amy ended up sharing the the meat lovers pizza with her brother because right. i obviously would have given her my extra pizza but she doesn't like white sauce yeah and so then I, I i just have i've been going through the extra pizza over the course of the past few days you're welcome yeah. Daniel. it worked out pretty well for me <laughs> right but yeah I'd, I'd rather that it worked out equally well for everyone yeah that would yeah. have been nice uh <laughs> Uh, but you know, we also we did that, and we got the. Uh, they have the uh, Parmesan garlic bread bites. Oh, those are good. I actually like those better than their pizza <laughs> a little bit. I think <laughs> they're, they're pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's yeah. yeah that's how that was. Maybe the next time I order pizza, I'll a get the order right, and b order from a fancier place. Mm. So I was feeding a lot of people. Ooh, uh, looking forward to that shit. Maybe. Ooh. But thanks, Mr. Cora Luigi. Hope that update fills your heart with pizza. <laughs> I was gonna say pizza. <laughs> oh, we live together too much. We sure do. So thanks. M C R L. Yeah. My chemical romance Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch E. on Twitter says, Team Yell equals sound type confirmed, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, question mark. Thank you for your Microsoft Sam-like incredibly accurate rendering of all the punctuation he used. Well, it was so like, I felt like if I just like said it, I see, you know, it wouldn't really illustrate like how like and you could have just gone like you know confirm like that no there were there weren't enough question marks in that <laughs> that was all exclamation points <laughs> if you were like tbl equals sound type confirm Never do that again, please. Please never do that again. <laughs> the most horrifying noise you've made with your mouth. <laughs> but not with other body parts. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> thanks, Mitch. So Team Yell. Thanks, Mitch. There there was a there's a Pokemon video that uploaded uh today at the time of recording. Yes. Um this this Wednesday. Uh, that showed some new details, including things like uh, new Galarian uh, versions of existing Pokemon. Which was cool. Like uh, like a Galarian Weezing, <laughs> which... Uh, I love this design so much. It's like one of my favorite regional Pokemon designs that I've ever seen. It's really great. I made a tweet about it. It was just a picture of the Galarian Weezing... And the caption, this is what the Pokemon company thinks British right. people are like. Because it's just like the the Weezing's like smoke stacks, like the top ones for each head are now like 
top hats right and they have like little like beards like that are made, made out of, of like smog yeah. yeah uh and it was very like pip pip hello right yeah it, it really channels the energy of like every evil factory worker <laughs> in you know a uh victorian era novel <laughs> like it's just perfect prepare to see me use poison gas yes yes pip pip good cup of tea ready for uh explosion self-destruct yes totally do the whole time to exploit the workers and also defeat this pikachu (laughs) poison powers (laughs) after a spot of tea poison tea (laughs) yeah so that's great yes uh but also they showed the new team oh right we were talking about something completely different (laughs) All right. They yeah, showed, the new team. They showed off Team Yell, a team of people that are fans, like overzealous fans of like a Galarian celebrity, right? Um, and they like carry around megaphones and stuff. So this is simultaneously like it's like the it doesn't feel very inspired, but it's also really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, the the designs are fun. Yeah, it it feels like. Like, they definitely appreciated how much people liked Team Skull's energy. Yes, yeah. So they were like, let's do that again, but louder. (laughs) (laughs) Let's remove the quiet dignity that Team Skull had. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I kind of see the argument for, like, a sound type Mm -hmm. uh, in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Because then they could all use them. Yeah, exactly. They could, like, ha- like you know, like, the team leader will have, like, an X-Cloud or something. Right. Or, you know, whatever new cool sound-type Pokemon there are in this game. <laughs> right. Um, Like, Gen 6 didn't, like, had Team Flare, right? Mm-hmm. And Team Flare didn't really, like, that gen introduced fairy types, but Team Flare didn't really have anything to do with fairy right. types. So I think this might just be a coincidence. Uh-huh, could um, be. But I'm still rooting for the possibility of a sound-type. Fun fact, actually. Mm-hmm. There was a 4chan leak uh, that leaked Team Yell before we got this video. Right. Uh, by a few days. It also leaked the day of this video and several other details. Although there were also some details that we did not see in this video, like a Galarian giraffe rig. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and the fact that apparently there will be two new evolutions oh. in this game. Okay. Um. Now, the thing is that evolutions more often than not have been used to introduce new types right. to the game right uh well not more often this very slightly not more often than not okay. uh we got like in the first gen all the types were new so i wouldn't really count that right uh second gen had espion and umbreon uh-huh. umbreon introduced the dark type uh gen four we got leafeon and glaceon no new types there right ice and uh grass existed for a while and in gen six we got fairy type um so really they've they've introduced new types twice right okay that's Um, that's, there's there's a trend there yeah there there's a precedent so we don't know what the new types of eevee are gonna be uh but if one of them was sound type and another was like dragon type or something yeah uh that'd be ghost type Ooh, yeah, I'd I'd be down for a ghost type Eevee. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> Nonetheless, oh, uh, Mitchy just sent another uh comment about all this while we were talking about it. Okay. Uh, he said, "I just thought of something, and now I can't stop thinking about it." Picture this: 
a sound type beetle Pokemon based on the Beatles. This has to oh, exist. God. You know, that would be kind of perfect. Yeah. Considering the region that they're doing. Right? Like sound type bug. And like, it just looks like Paul McCartney. <laughs> it just uh, is like Paul McCartney is a beetle furry. <laughs> <laughs> At first, when he said, like, a, a sound-type beetle Pokemon, I was picturing, like, uh, like a stag beetle, but its prongs are like uh, like a tuning fork. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, that's not what happened. What happened instead is the beetles. Yeah. So. <laughs> the the Pokemon, its name is McCrawley. Because <laughs> it's a beetle and it crawls around. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. If you want to know where else you can catch us, uh, we are part of the Beep Boop group. We're on Patreon.com slash Beep Boop group. We have been doing all sorts of stuff on there, uh, like an exclusive podcast, Discord access, uh, deleted scenes and bonus content. You can get some of that stuff starting at $1 a month, Mm -hmm. and you can get most of it at $5 a month. Uh, everything I just named is at the $5 a month tier. If you go higher, you can get stuff like special thanks at the end of every episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we have been making an effort to update that with something like every week. Yeah. Whether it's a beep boop soup episode or a new bonus content or a poll. So this is a really great time to support us if you like. If you do, uh, that would make us real happy. And if you don't, uh, we're glad you're still listening. Thanks for still listening. Absolutely. A Smashing Theory, however, uh, is going to take a short break because we've been doing this for three weeks in a row. Yeah. And we will return at the beginning of September. All right. Um, n- next, uh, in in a couple weeks, we'll upload something on mm-hmm. Thursday. So you guys just don't like not hear from us for a month. Right. Uh, but it won't be like it won't be a new episode of this. We'll do a new episode of A Smashing Theory. First week of September. Yeah. And yeah, since things are kind of quiet, not sure what it's going to be about yet. Maybe Tokyo Game Show or something? Yeah, or maybe, you know, over the course of the next two weeks, Reggie Fidame will be like, everyone, I'm starting a new company. (laughs) It's called Regtendo. I was going to say (laughs) Regtendo. Get out of my head, man. We're making games for our new system, the Regtendo Swatch. <laughs> it's 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 a watch that you can play Mario on. It's just like using the power glove, but worse because the buttons are smaller. <laughs> uh yeah, so if he does that, we'll do a prediction episode about it. Yeah. Otherwise Or just a reaction episode where we laugh for an hour and a half <laughs> on the podcast ends. That fucking swatch, man. <laughs> uh in the meantime, if you want to find out what we'll actually be doing an episode about we will make a post about it on our Twitter when we know what it is. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter yeah. at a smashing theory, and uh, you can send in your letters and mail and whatnot to that Twitter, or email us at a smashing theory at gmail dot com, and uh, and we will feature our favorites in the episode when it airs next month. Yeah, uh, thanks to everybody who uh, either sent us an email telling us to check our Twitter or vice versa. We always really appreciate it when you do that. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and also thanks for uh, all of you that have been listening to us 
for the period that we've been weekly. Yeah, our little, uh, our little three-week uh, bonanza. Yeah, it's it's been fun, and we'll be back after a little break. But stay tuned for something nice in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, see, see you guys soon, later, near future. And in the meantime... <laughs> John's mouth just like, like, like it just like opened and like just stayed I had to consider John. when to jump in for a second there <laughs> because you would not stop talking. Go on, uh, Mr. Smashing Theory Man. I hope that you have a smashing time. Oh, thank good. Yes. Goodbye. Good. Bye. All right. Dan. Yell. All right. Do you like that? I don't. That's how it feels. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Thank you so much, Lonald. Lonald, uh, we want to play board games with you soon. Yeah, come on over anytime. But yeah. tell us first. <laughs> yeah, just, just like show up at our door and be like, you said you wanted to play board games with me. I'm here. In college, I actually, my roommate had friends who would like just open the back door of our house and like come in. That's awful. Yeah, I d- didn't like it. They were nice people, but well, yeah, you know, no, like, that's not, I'm very introverted. Yeah. That's not how I enjoy interacting with other human beings. Lotto, thanks for not doing that. Thanks, Lotto. Special thanks to Nim. Thanks, Nymph. Love you, Nymph. Yeah. Uh, hope hope you're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're as excited about Iceborne as I am. Uh, probably. Probably. There, there's probably a level of excitement there. Yes. Monster Hunter Iceborne, I should say. The new expansion to Monster Hunter World. Thank you, Nymph. Special <laughs> thanks to my girlfriend, Amy Lee. Ah, uh, thanks, Amy Lee. I'm sorry that I fucked up pizza night. <laughs> I this hope the, you can forgive me this is one the, day. This is the direct foil to thanks for dinner, Amy In Lee. the future. Sorry for no dinner, Amy Lee. <laughs> I'll make it up to you by the next time we do a Domino's order, I'll order four sausage pizzas. <laughs> you'll 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 order a you'll order a pizza for each of us, but you'll forget my pizza this time. Right, right, there and you Amy, go. And Amy will have two sausages. Yeah. The law of equivalent exchange. Yes, exactly. And yeah. then the time after that, I'll get two sausages and I won't get a pizza. And then finally we will be done with this hellish mess. <laughs> Uh, special thanks to Leo. That was a dog. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> that was like a little. That was a little Scottish terrier. Like, <laughs> like lions have just like put a restraining order on you doing their noise. I don't so, think that's like, a restraining order. Yeah, before. so now you just sound less and less like a lion every episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. The. Uh, the the whole pride of the grand pride of lions convened. They were like, we have to stop this motherfucker. <laughs> he is ruining lions. Like ten episodes from now, it's just like, thanks, Leo, and you'll be like, meow. <laughs> right. Or just at least like, they're related to lions. You'll be like, thanks, Leo. Sean can be here. He was mauled by lions last night. <laughs> He's no longer like, stop alive. Fucking doing a noise. <laughs> 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 Good, good line. <laughs>
good little high note is Daniel. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Sean. And thanks, Leo. A plus. Special thanks to Mr. <laughs> cool Red Luigi. Oh, thanks, Mr. Cool. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Mr. Cool Red Luigi. <laughs> Sorry that Sean's still laughing about Lion Slaughter. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for all your support. Yeah, no, your support's real good. Nah, uh, <laughs> we we love you, man. You're you've been a a really great contributor. It's been fun seeing all of, like your Evo commentary over the weekend. And, uh, yes, and you're always you're always very timely with like posting news to the Discord. Yeah, you like you usually sometimes you beat me to like finding out about it. Like some like which I'm, is impressive yeah. if you know Daniel at yeah. all because he's the newsman when yeah. it comes to video games. Yeah, I'm pretty on top of like finding out stuff about video games, but sometimes like I'll look at the Discord and Mr. Coolbert Luigi is dropping some bombs on me <laughs> that I didn't know about. So wow. thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Cool Red Luigi. Thank you a bunch. If you want to be special, special thanks mm-hmm. by us uh, at the end of every episode of our podcast, you can give us twenty dollars a month on patreon.com slash group yes. and we'll do that we will, we do, will do this thing for you that we just did we'll do the hell out of it yes uh special thanks to everyone that we special thanks <laughs> and regular thanks to all of our patrons and everyone that listens i'm glad that you can say that with an inflection that doesn't make it sound like patronizing you know <laughs> like oh regular thanks to you fuckos <laughs> regular thanks Oh, regular thanks. Yeah, good job not doing that. Anyway, special good, all the thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.